You're listening to the Jessica Harlow Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. I'm best known for being a content creator and producer in mainly the beauty and self-help space. I created this podcast because I believe every woman deserves to do more than just admire beautiful, successful, happy women, but also experience being one herself. If you're tired of the noise of the world telling you how you should look or how you should behave, how you should feel, what you should want, what your life should look like, and instead are ready to live a life on your terms and decide what that means for you, you've come to the right place. A new episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast goes up every single Thursday with one goal in mind, to bring you something of value that you can use to make your life happier, healthier, and or sexier. If you've been enjoying this podcast so far, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or shared this with your friends on social media. If you do, please take a screenshot and email it to hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com and in return, you will receive a handful of exclusive content such as my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest and healthiest hair possible, as well as some of my favorite quick healthy snacks and also so much more. All totally free and will arrive to your inbox almost instantly. It's my way of saying thank you for helping the show to grow. I remember Oprah saying that forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. It's accepting the past for what it was and using this moment and this time to help yourself move forward. Anyone that knows me in real life and on social media, I've joked about how I'm a very petty person, and as much as I like to laugh about it, it's deep down not something that I was proud of, but I kind of pushed that to the back of my mind and continued on with my life as if, as as I think a lot of us do with a lot of things, I think we can all relate to noticing something about ourselves that we know we probably should change, certain bad habits or tendencies, but you know, we've got other things to do. Well, around some time last week, I was taking some me time, some alone time outside with my hat on and an organic cold brew, lots of sunblock, luxuriating, and reading this book by Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, excuse me. And it's called 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace. It's a book that I've had for the longest time and never picked up to read, or maybe I might have read a page or two when I first got it years ago, put it down, and then really never looked at it again. I'm a very big believer in the right information finds us at the right time. And if we come across some information that sometimes may be the right thing for us to hear, Um, but we're not ready to receive the message and absorb it and really make it work for us, it'll find us again eventually. Now, I was feeling a little bit off last week, and I mean, part of that could have been due to PMS, to be honest. (laughs) But nonetheless, I was feeling a little bit off, and I had come across the book, and just something about it grabbed me and told me I needed to read it. So I did. I sat and I read it. It's a really simple book. Um, A very easy read, very simple language, but I came across so much information in it that was like I had to take breaks in between just because so much of the information was really revelatory. I mean, there were lots of those aha moments. So I needed to take some breaks here and there to just allow myself to digest whatever I had read and to really think about it and journal about it. 
I mean, it was really that kind of a book. I mean, and I wasn't even expecting it to be. I wasn't expecting it to lead me to needing to journal about things or anything. I was just, I was just thinking I was just going to sit and read something. So the things I was reading in it just gave me these, again, those aha moments where I was just really taken aback. And it's so funny that I found this book at this particular time in my life. And I was really ready to receive the messages. It's so beyond. But you kind of notice things like that happening when you start thinking in terms of the world and life is working to help you rather than working against you. Like when you start allowing yourself to think that way, it's really funny how these types of moments can happen. And I've even noticed it from you guys telling me like sometimes I'll get DMs from a podcast or something that I've posted and you guys tell me like, oh my God, this was exactly what I needed. This is this is something that gave me perspective. I was going some, through something and recently and I heard your podcast. I just came across it and it was exactly what I needed. And it's so weird how I found it. And sometimes there's people who tell me that they don't even listen to my podcast, but the time that they decide to try it out, it just so happens that it's an episode that really resonates with them. So it's really interesting. I find like these coincidences tend to happen a lot when you start to um, think that way. But anyway, the one thing from that book that I was reading, The 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace by Wayne Dyer, the one thing that was the most profound, it was one of the last principles, and it was about forgiveness and resentment probably heard it said many times before the only moment that truly matters is the present the past is over and done and the future hasn't even happened yet the only thing that we really have any kind of semblance of control over is the present moment the here and now yet without realizing it so many of us are holding on to our histories and it's like tony robbins had so eloquently put it back uh, years ago and he says this a lot i'm sure to this day your history is not your biography. And without realizing it, I think so many of us are holding on to past wounds. Maybe we had an awful abusive parent. Maybe we had a terrible relationship or multiple terrible relationships. Maybe we were abused or raped or misled or tricked or taken advantage of. And the thing is, I've never considered myself to be a victim of anything. And I've had so much happened to me in my life. And I've understood that we may be victims in a moment out of technicality, but we don't have to carry that label. We don't have to live as victims for the rest of our lives. And I think that victim label is actually a very useless one. And besides it being useless, it's also a very dangerous one, one that really it should only be applied to the moment where we may have been powerless, but if we hold on to that, it ends up taking away our power in the long run. You might be powerless in a moment, you might have been powerless in a moment, but you don't have to live powerlessly for the rest of your life. And we've all heard the saying, forgive and forget, right? Honestly, that never made that much sense to me. I mean, what do you mean forgive and forget? Some things are totally unforgivable. And there's no doubt about that. All of that is so understandable. I think so many of us can can understand that there's a number of things in life that can happen to a person that are absolutely unforgivable. But here's what I learned when I read that little chapter in Wayne Dyer's really simple book about resentment and forgiveness. 
A lot of us tend to rehash a lot of our past in our minds, our past hurts, our past pains, past horrors. We meet up with people and we talk about all the horrible things that have happened to us. Some people repeat the same old stories over and over again. They'll always remind you. They'll never let you forget of the past hurts that they've gone through, um, how their life would have been so much better had something not have happened to them, had someone not have hurt them the way that they did, had someone not taken advantage or uh, crossed some line with them. And when you revisit the past, you are essentially robbing yourself of the present moment. You're robbing yourself of the present moment from the joys and the blessings and the peace that it has for you to enjoy. And even more dangerously, it also robs your future because the more you entertain the past right now, the more likely you are to continue to bring it into the future. So I'm going to read a little bit of what I came across in the book that really, really stood out to me. There we go. So it starts out, this is actually the seventh secret of success. The seventh secret for success and inner peace, according to Wayne Dyer, is there are no justified resentments. You hear people say this all the time. I have a right to be upset because of the way I have been treated. I have a right to be angry, hurt, depressed, sad, and resentful. Learning to avoid this kind of thinking is one of my top 10 secrets for living a life of inner peace, success, and happiness. Anytime you're filled with resentment, you're turning the controls of your emotional life over to others to manipulate. I became aware of how powerful this lesson was many years ago while sitting in a meeting of 12 people who were in a recovery group for alcoholism and drug addiction. All 12 of those people were accustomed to blaming others for their weaknesses, using almost any excuse as a rationale for returning to their self-defeating ways. On a poster hanging in the room were these words, In this group, there are no justified resentments. Regardless of what anyone would say to another member of the group, no matter how confrontational or ugly the accusations, each person was reminded that there are no justified resentments. You may need to consider whom you resent before you can make your own choice about whether this is useful for you. Resentments give you an excuse to return to your old ways. This is what got you there in the first place. Removing blame means never assigning responsibility to anyone for what you're experiencing. It means that you're willing to say, I may not understand why I feel this way, why I have this illness, why I've been victimized, or why I had this accident, but I'm willing to say, without any guilt or resentment, that I own it. I live with it. I'm responsible for having it in my life. Why do this? Well, if you take responsibility for having it, then at least you have a chance to take responsibility for removing it or learning from it. If you're in some small, perhaps unknown way responsible for that migraine headache or that depressed feeling, then you can go to work to remove it or discover what its message is for you. If on the other hand, someone or something else is responsible in your mind, then of course you'll have to wait until they change for you to get better. And that is unlikely to occur. So I realized that forgiveness is not about telling the other person, I forgive you. You actually don't even, you don't even have to go up to them and tell them that 
Um, I mean, sometimes it's not possible. Sometimes the people who have wronged you may have moved away, passed on, moved on in some way. It's not important to tell them that you've forgiven them because it's really not about them. Forgiveness is not about the person that you're forgiving. Forgiveness is about you. Forgiveness means accepting that the past is what it was. Nothing can be done to change what happened. The past is over. And forgiveness is letting go of what happened and giving yourself the permission to focus on and enjoy the now. It's giving yourself permission to put down the past, leave the past baggage at the door, take with you only the lessons that you've learned, the strength and the wisdom that the experiences may have afforded you, but leave behind the bitterness, the anger, the sadness, the regret. Holding on to anger is, like they say, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. The only person you're really hurting is yourself. And for what? What's done is done. What happened can't be, can't be changed. So then there's this part where he says, think about every single person who has ever harmed you, cheated you, defrauded you, or said unkind things about you. Your experience of them is nothing more than a thought that you carry around with you. These thoughts of resentment, anger, and hatred represent slow, debilitating energies that will disempower you. If you could release them, you would know more peace. You practice forgiveness for two reasons. One is to let others know that you no longer wish to be in a state of hostility with that person. And two, to free yourself from the self-defeating energy of resentment. Resentment is like venom that continues to pour through your system, doing its poisonous damage long after being bitten by the snake. It's not the bite that kills you. It's the venom. You can remove venom by making a decision to let go of resentments. Send love in some form to those you feel have wronged you and notice how much better you feel, how much more peace you have. So when I read that, that gave me a pause and it made me kind of do a little exercise. Okay, so here's something that I did that made me feel, I can't even explain. I don't know if it was my hormones or what y'all, but last week I was feeling just a little just a little off in some way. And I'm telling you, it just felt icky. And then I read this book and eventually I got to this part and it was like the heavens opened up and it was like, this was something that I didn't even know I was doing. It was something that I didn't even know was like on my spirit, so to speak. And so here's what I did that made a tremendous difference. I can't, let me just tell you what I did. So I grabbed a pen and a paper because obviously it's not a Jessica Harlow experience without a pen and paper, is it? I'm always telling you guys to write things down. It just really helps me to process things and focus my thoughts because otherwise I can go from this list to something else entirely to something else to something. My thoughts can be really tangential and I think a lot of people can relate to that. So anyway, here's what I did that made me feel about a hundred times lighter. It made me feel a sense of peace that I don't think I've ever felt. It's peace and relief. So I made a list of as many people as I could think of that I believe caused me the most pain, harm, treated me unfairly, made me uncomfortable, made me doubt myself. I mean, the list goes on and on. You get the idea. I went far back, y'all, like far, childhood far. And I wrote the list and I wrote down what it was exactly that they did, how it made me feel just really candid. I mean, I shred everything afterwards, so I really don't care what I write down. I'm not worried about anybody finding anything. Um, but this wasn't because, I mean, this whole thing wasn't anything that I needed to hold on to. These aren't 
papers or pages of of things that you really need to hold on to. In fact, this whole entire damn exercise is about letting go, like really letting go. Leave it to the side of the curb. Let the trash man come get it. Like we're done here. Let it go. So I considered this as well, okay, when I was making this list. After I listed all the people, the incidents, the injustices, and I considered this. What did each of those experiences teach me? How, even if I had to squint and tilt my head, did they make me a better person today? How could they make me a better person? And then after all that, what good is it doing me to hold on to these feelings of bitterness, resentment, anger, etc. To remind myself of them often, to allow myself to still get angry over them, how is that serving me? It wasn't. And that's when it really clicked. I got to keep the benefits, but I didn't need to keep the story, the anger, the resentment. I could just live my life without that. It's my choice. It might not have been my choice to go through any of those things in those moments, but it is my choice whether I want to entertain those things any further or bring them with me or rehash the same anger. I talk a lot about protecting your energy. Usually I mean this about protecting your energy from other people. But what I've also found is you need to protect your energy sometimes from your own self. Because sometimes we hold on to things or tell ourselves things that really aren't serving us, that really aren't making us feel making us feel whole. So here's what I realized, okay? When we're talking about and thinking about the past with attachment, that attachment, the anger, the sadness, bitterness that we hold on to today, it's as though we're forcing ourselves to relive those things. It's like bringing the past which could be over back into the present moment, not letting it be over, not letting it go. We allow it to live on through our thoughts. And there's a saying where most suffering happens in our imagination. It happens in our head. It happens in our thoughts. What happens very often with our thoughts is we use them as ways to remind us of things from the past or to make us worry about things of the future, which all are just robbing us from the present moment, which is the only place that we really have any kind of room for peace and happiness and just almost like serenity in a sense, right? I really learned a very valuable lesson that forgiveness isn't about saying, I forgive you, come into my life again, hurt me again, you're welcome. No, forgiveness is about accepting that this is who this person was, this is a choice that they decided to make, this is based off of issues that they may have that have nothing to do with you, it wasn't right, it certainly wasn't ideal, but I'm here today, you're here today, we still have today, we still have this moment, and I decided that I'm not going to spend any part of my present reliving what's already been done. Forgiveness is about allowing yourself to let go and allowing yourself to be free from the past. And here's a bonus tip when you're making that list. Don't forget to put yourself on it as well. Because what I discovered after I spent that evening making that list 
is sometimes we are, actually very often, we are our own victims. We're victims of ourselves. And in some ways, we are the ones that continue to put ourselves through the hurts and the injustices of the past by continually bringing them up, reminding ourselves of why we simply can't be free. And I can't tell you how much that little exercise impacted my mental state. It even impacted me physically, like I felt lighter. And the more time goes on, and maybe I'll remember things that I might have forgotten to put on the list, um, but I can just let myself know. It doesn't have to matter anymore. It's done. You're already free. That was then, and this is now. Tony Robbins would say this a lot, is your biography is not your destiny. The past does not equal your present or your future if you do not want it to. So allow yourself to start fresh. Allow yourself to be in the present moment. I've realized that the thing that keeps us in a state of anxiousness, unrest, sadness, upset, all of those low vibe dark places is we're either thinking too much about the past and the things that we cannot change or we're thinking about the future, the things that we don't know yet, the things that we can't control. What has happened to us is already done. The only thing that keeps any of the past alive is our thinking about it, our replaying of it in our minds over and over. Learn to bring yourself back to the present moment. What's happening right this second? Where are you sitting? What can you see in front of you? What are you presently doing? What can you hear? What can you smell? That's something that I heard a lot about that I've heard helps um, a lot of people relieve anxiety, moments where they feel really anxious, is bring your attention to your five senses in the present moment. So what do you see? What can you see? What can you feel? What can you hear? What can you smell? What can you taste right now in the present moment? So these are all of the things that I was kind of thinking about, which is having an awareness about where you your mind is taking you. Is your mind making you travel into the past? Is it making you travel too far into the future? Instead, you want to have your mind focusing much more on what's actually happening in the present moment, like in this second. That's all for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and got something of value out of it. If you've been enjoying this podcast so far, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and review and or share this with your friends on social media. If you do either, please take a screenshot and email it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. You won't regret it. In return, you will receive a handful of exclusive content, such as my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest and healthiest hair possible, as well as some of my favorite quick and healthy snacks, and so much more. It's my way of saying thank you for helping the show to grow. With that said, I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday. Thursday.